We hear uh, from the prophet Jeremiah today about all of the many adversaries, all of those who are against him, uh, looking to denounce him and mistreat him. And indeed, Jeremiah uh, was a victim because of being a prophet, because of speaking God's word. Victimization is simply a reality in human existence. Um, it's something that I think has, what shall we say, in today's society, there are many lies that have been told, or shall we not say lies, but perhaps very unhelpful words spoken to people who have been victims. I mean, you look in the scriptures and there's all kinds of victims. But all you have to do is look around us in our families, right? And, and just about everybody has been victimized. Some people have been victimized by horrible natural uh, tragedies, such as disease or you know, horrible misfortunes of nature. I think of uh, a family of uh, friends, very, very close friends of mine, and some years ago their, their son was diagnosed with leukemia. I think he was five at the time, four or five. And this was very difficult. How can, how can God allow our son to be a victim? How can God allow our son to be a victim? You think of how many children have been victims. Many of us here, uh, when we were children, were victimized. Many women have been victimized. Many, uh, you know, the, the racism issue has come to the fore recently. And the truth is that many people have been victimized because of racism, not just in this country. When I lived in Europe, I, I, f I actually found that racism was just as rife there as it, that it, I ever experienced it here among my peers. There's so many ways that people have been victimized. Now, here are the two lies or unhelpful things. I think they're lies, but, but of course, you know, for them to be lies, I suppose the, the person telling them would have to be aware that they're telling an untruth. So, we'll say they're lies of the culture as opposed to anyone in particular. And first and foremost among them is people are told, yes, you've been a victim, and it's true, many people have been victims, but the culture says you have to remain in your victim identity, that it's important for you to always keep your victimhood as a sort of badge. I'm a victim of this, 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 and this. And that's my identity now. And you need to align yourself with your identity as a victim. Now why is that a lie? Why is that extremely unhelpful? It's because God does not want us to stay in that victim identity. What defines us is not our victimization. And yet the culture wants us to stay there. You're a woman, you've been victimized. You're black, you've been victimized. You're Hispanic, you've been victimized. 
You've been abused by, by a priest. You've been victimized. All of that's true. People have been victimized, and it's real, and it's traumatic. But liberation will never be found by identifying ourselves with our victimization, by continuing to wear that as our identity, as though we have to always see ourselves as one who has been victimized. There can be healing. The Lord wants to heal us. And this leads us to at least the second lie that is told by society, which is that it's somebody else's responsibility to liberate me from my victimization. So if we say it's true, which I think we can easily do, that many people have been victimized, how do we get beyond that victimization? And one of the lies is that somebody else has to do it. Maybe even the one we claim victimized us. Consider how ridiculous of an idea this is. The one who victimized me is the one who's going to liberate me from my identity as a victim? That doesn't make sense. Nor would a person ever really want that. Furthermore, that just gives more power over to the one who victimized. As though they had the power to victimize us and also they have the power to liberate us? It won't work. The only way to heal our victimization, our wounds, our deep wounds, is to allow somebody who is greater to heal us, not somebody who is lesser. Only by finding our new identity in Jesus Christ will we be set free. There's a great theologian. He's dead. You're, <laughs> I don't know why that matters. You don't become a great, it's like being a painter, right? A great painter. You don't become a great theologian until you're dead, just like painters, for the most part. Anyway, he's dead. Hanser's von Balthasar. And, and he talks about this freedom thing, okay? That we have a limitation in our freedom. Our freedom is not infinite. We can't do whatever we want. It's finite. It's limited. But we desire freedom without limit. We desire a freedom that is infinite. Well, how do we get that? By freely placing ourselves into an infinite freedom. This is a fancy way for what I just said. By giving ourselves truly over to Jesus Christ, by using our freedom to allow Jesus to give us a new and healed identity. We do not have to be bound to all of the mistakes we've made in our lives. All the sins we've committed, they don't define us. And we do not need to be bound by any of our victimization. It should not define us. What should define us is being a self in Jesus Christ. Placing ourselves into the heart of Jesus Christ. And there allowing Him to heal us and set us free from any victimization from any evil, from any, any sins or mistakes we've committed. We all have 
all this baggage. Some of it we did to ourselves, some of it we did not. But Jesus desires to set us free. And there is no one in this world who can do it. There's no organization, there's no structure, there's no economic system, there's no uh, uh, social system. There's nothing in this world that is going to set us free. Not truly. Freedom is always contingent on something higher. Even the freedoms we claim as Americans, we claim were given to us by God, not by the government. That's a whole other homily. Fourth of July is coming up, right? All right, come to Mass that day. You'll get, a, you'll get one on that. But even, even as our founding fathers understood, the freedom that we have, we already have it, the government doesn't give it to us. The government is supposed to protect what God has given us. It's God who gives us true freedom. And the more that we can give our lives over to Him, He will renew us, He will restore us, and He will give us our true identity. Please stand.